What you reading there, Brando? I'm reading uh, the Jurassic League. What's in your cup, Brando? Uh, let's say a strawberry milkshake from the old Fredwards. Not a sponsor. I know, but you could be. But you could be. One dot nine hundred dot nerdy talk podcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about America? Um, I just made a comment that on that camera right there, how large I looked. Mm-hmm. Then follow that up by sitting down and start drinking a milkshake. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and there is no shame Mm-mm. until I go back and watch the video. But is that going to stop you from drinking another milkshake? Oh, no. I'll finish that here in a little bit. So. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of know what we're talking about, but <clears throat> this cold open is pretty cold. <laughs> it's frigid right now. I can't tell if he's laughing at what I just said or the book he's I'm reading. I'm laughing at what you just said, but this are book gonna is give already him- wild. The time to like finish that so he has something no, to review. No, you go ahead. Y'all go ahead. How many pages do you think he's in? Um, I see like six, maybe seven. You think we'll ever I'm get a pretty quick reader? Eight. <gasps> oh, y'all. <laughs> Bro. I love this so much. That's awesome. I'm loving that reaction. I don't know if I've ever had that much enthusiasm <laughs> about anything <laughs> in my life. Y'all, y'all. So, Homie popped a Delta Eight gummy before he came over here. No, that, that was earlier today. Not a sponsor, but so <laughs> Batman eight. is like some sort of dinosaur, and there's a Joker yeah. that's called the Jokezard because he's a lizard, and there is a little text bubble that says Guano, he's fast. <laughs> it's a good joke. <laughs> You still got that Delta 8 in you. It's a good joke, my guy. And his little batterings are just like rocks. Dude, this is a trip. Mm. Yeah. I think the cold open should just be all of this, but just sped up at like two times speed. (laughs) Just speed it up. Yeah. He's He's almost there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what is this? DC versus Vampire? Oh. Bro, skip the ads, my guy. Sorry, it's Damian Wayne as a vampire hunter. That's dope. Well, you had me at Damian Wayans. (laughs) This. (laughs) (laughs) Just found Aquaman. Uh. While he's finishing that up there, Dr. J, we're getting requests for nerdy things outside of comic book mm. topics. Comic so, book them? Uh, TV shows, a um, few sports things. I'm not sure. I mean, we can turn anything into some form of nerddom. Yeah. What is nerddom, really? Right. You know, That's a great question. So I feel like anything that is nerdy is just the overall like it's deep cuts yeah it's whenever you absorb every sort of content or you're like fully immersed into something nerds and jocks are the same yeah nerds and jocks like jocks are just nerds of sports correct and of athletics 
They're just nerds with girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Super smart. He's still reading the book. He's still. I'm almost done. Yeah. But continue. You were so, talking about. Yeah. Um. So people apparently enjoyed the debate. Mm. They're wanting to get some uh, little office versus Parks and Rec. I jokingly mentioned that in front of my wife, and a a spark appeared in her eye that I have not seen since like our wedding day. And she was basically Yikes. she went full Hulk Hogan. She's like, I will take on anybody any day in defense of the office. It's a solid, it's a solid comic book. You enjoyed mm-hmm. it? I did. One out of five. I mean, just for the fun factor of it, it's at least a four. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. What about a name factor for all the dinosaurs? They, okay, so they didn't give names for everybody. Like, Superman is super sore. Uh, Joker <laughs> was the joke zard. But, like, they didn't, mm-hmm. like, actually name, like, Batman or Aquaman or Wonder Woman. So I'm interested to know, like, what their names end up So being. there actually are, like, dinosaurs. Yeah. No, they are full-on dinosaurs. Talking dinosaurs? Yes. And they're coexisting with prehistoric humans. And so... You know, like, imagine how much fun that you're having. Like, imagine someone who, like, actually knows, like, what dinosaurs are. Yeah, and, like, that'd can be tell. even a funnier like, joke. Like, yeah, a triceratops looks like a T-Rex or maybe, like, a velociraptor. Yeah, but that's like, as far as my knowledge goes. Like, exactly. anything outside of, like, Jurassic Park, no idea. <laughs> We're done. Dunzo. Even oh. then, it's like... Eh. That's pretty phenomenal. Two legendary TV shows. Let's get Wes and Katie on and have them debate those. Because Wes, I guess, is a huge fans. He is. Friends fan. Yeah. And I've watched maybe two episodes of Friends. Oh, what? really? Yep. Interesting. Yep. Gotta fix that. I don't like laugh tracks. Hmm. Well. That's a lot of media that you've just cut out. Yeah. And pretty much anything before 2000 is kind of. Yeah. There's those some- multicam. Uh, TV shows with laugh tracks. Like there used to be like Quite really cool. like actual serious TV shows back in the day that, I mean, they had like legit things. They weren't really supposed to be comedies, but they still had laugh tracks in them. Yeah, you know, there's something comforting about a laugh track. Well, no, no. See, here's my thing: is it's so leading. It's like yeah. you take the laugh track out of Friends and tell me how funny that show is. Probably, I still think it's pretty funny. To be honest, even with the laugh tracks, like a lot of times the the jokes don't hit. Yeah, it's you just get like, the peer pressure from the laugh track to find something funny. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of comforting. Whenever you <laughs> just want to sit and not I don't think have to decide that this is funny. And like just a, blank. Just this a is warm tell hug this is funny yeah. for your mind. It's kind of like, you ever see those, like, I'm sure, like, the... Uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon has this, but like anything that has a live audience and they have those big red signs that say applause and they just all start up like clapping at the same time. It's kind of like that. Just in like eight seasons. (laughs) Just eight seasons of it in every episode. Every 30 seconds. It's kind of like watching Brandon read (laughs) a comic book. About (laughs) superhero dinosaurs. Yeah, this is the coldest of cold opens. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 1-900 Nerdy Talk. Milkshake's got his voice all looped up. Nice and gravelly. What are we talking about today? Daredevil, I believe. Well, today, the, the boys defenders. are talking about the Defenders from the Marvel 
previously Netflix series, but now on Disney Plus. So stay tuned as the boys talk all your dirtiest, nerdiest needs on one nine hundred Nerdy Talk. Never, never dare Brandon to say something no. weird at an intercom. For free milkshake. Listen, if you're saying I'll buy next week too, if you say or an old honky vanilla shake, that's an easy milkshake for yeah. me. That's a win. Maybe we should post that to the page. I would love to. There's just so much context missing. Yeah. Because I missed, like, so I start recording. I looked down just in time to realize that my 20% battery had popped up and it stopped my recording. Ugh. And so I was like, oh, crap. Thankfully, I haven't ordered the vanilla shake yet. So let me just restart this recording to get the vanilla shake in there. The old honky. <laughs> Completely did not acknowledge the old honky part. Did not say anything. Like, it was like, all right, cool. Yep, vanilla shake. Yeah. Yeah, vanilla shake. For anybody that's not piecing this together. It should be most people that most are people, not in this room everybody. right now. Uh, Brando was on on his way to this fine establishment and he decided that he was craving a milkshake. And then everybody, everybody decided <laughs> that we were all craving milkshakes. And so he volunteered to go and pick it up. Joe volunteered to sponsor this milkshake run with the additional bonus that he would uh, sponsor next week's <laughs> milkshake just run. Brandon's <laughs> milkshake run of if he said, Asked for an old honky <laughs> vanilla shake. Because Joe's like, I want an old honky vanilla shake. I was like, I don't know all the flavors. That may be a thing. He's like, it's not. But if you order it like that, I'll cover you next week too. I said, bet. <laughs> Easy. And he recorded it. <laughs> so, so yeah. If you're heading context. to Freddy's, uh, ask for an old honky <laughs> vanilla shake. For a fifteen percent discount, that doesn't exist. <laughs> tell, hey. them, tell them the boys from Nerdy Talk sent you, and they'll go. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get one of those like McDonald's style, like you know, crossover events with Freddy's and we'll have get, an old honky we'll vanilla get our shake. Own milkshake. Ah. Okay, what you can let us up. know in the comments somewhere or the Discord or the Discord. Or the yeah. Discord. Go to our link tree. Oh, there's the camera. Join there. our uh, our Discord channel. Yep. Hang out with us. And let us know what should be in the one nine hundred nerdy talk old honky vanilla shake. <laughs> Man, it's you know you can set up something like with um like Chick Fil A or something. You can set up where they can go and order and say like I want to make this order into whatever organization is like set up with them. That like partial of the money gets donated to the organization. And we need to team up, up with that. with Chick Fil A. I'm sure we can find somebody we can we can sponsor with that. I don't know. I think I may know somebody that helps with volunteer work for a certain church mm. establishment out in West Knoxville. Yeah. That rhymes with Hope Unlimited Church. Rhymes with it? Not not <laughs> so it. What it is. Rhymes with it. <laughs> it rhymes with Hope Unlimited Church. It's actually Mope Unlimited Church. <laughs> Mope. Nope. It's Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, so, to get on topic, 
<laughs> Back on topic. A lot of dead space today. Yo, this is a rough one. Yeah. It's going to get good, though. It's going to get good eventually. It's going to get good because we're talking about Daredevil. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So Not the Ben Affleck Daredevil. No, which is... I wish we would. Which is better than a lot of people give it credit for. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than the Netflix one. I'm just saying. Like, whenever <laughs> he's sitting there and he's running around in his tucked-in shirt with the random Electra and they jump on a seesaw or whatever. Let's not, for the, let's not forget the seesaw battle. Yeah, oh my God. Using yeah. his walking cane as like a sword. <laughs> it's fantastic. Great in court too. Peak cinema. No joke. I think one of my favorite scenes of that movie was when he, he has a little cases that has his money in it. I don't know why, but I've always thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I thought you were going a little bit further with that. He had them all in these little bitty plastic cases. I saw, for whatever reason, as a kid watching that going, I want that. <laughs> I thought you were going to elaborate. My, my dad was like, I want called, that. It's, it's called a freaking wallet, dude. Like, <laughs> it's called a wallet, my guy. Oh, man. We yeah. can go to the store and get you one of those right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so lots of rumors going around in the world, especially post mm. Doctor Strange. Uh, we're hearing rumblings of the Punisher finally getting a movie with Bernthal coming back. We're hearing it needs to be I think rated R. I think it's confirmed at this point. I, and my, my understanding is that that's the rumors that it will be rated R. I think it has been confirmed at this point that we are getting a season four yeah. slash yes. reboot of Daredevil. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, is they are. It seems like they are continuing season four. From I don't know if that if that's confirmed, but from the specific like rumors that have been coming around, that they're not rebooting the character. They're going to try to keep it forward, or maybe right. it's like a soft reboot. But it's not like a okay. This is an entirely new thing. I wonder if they're going to tie it into the multiverse or anything like that. So first of all, let's talk about. OG, you, you hear this? I think we all you've you have seen all three seasons of Daredevil, right? No. What? What? Yeah. Sorry. Have you seen any? What? Of yeah. Where'd seen you stop? All of season one stopped halfway through season two. Because you didn't like it, or what? I just season two's arguably the best one. It's not oh. that it's bad. I said arguably. Yeah, it is arguably. I think you're the only one that would argue it, but it is arguably. Uh, there's a lot of people actually would argue. I think the third season, my really? third season is my favorite. Third season is the best season in my yeah, opinion. Third so, season is my favorite. What happens is it had the Titans effect. Have you guys ever watched Titans on HBO? Yeah, yeah enough of it. Season one was great. It was very different. It wasn't was expecting it to be, and like no. it. D- sh- 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 I knew. I could tell by the way he smacked his lips when you said great. <laughs> great? Do you no. think season one was great? It's not on par with anything with else. Any of like the MCU yeah. shows. Like it's not even as good as Barney like, and Friends. Like it's not. Anyways, so but my thing was like before we go any further, have you had your medication for your game? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> This is the real me. Just, just preparing myself. <laughs> Zero medication. I don't want to cry and get my feelings hurt, so I just want to make sure. Titans captured my attention, okay? It captured my attention. Season two was utter garbage and just continued to go down Okay, that but path. why Why was season two garbage? Uh, see, I don't remember a single 
beat of season two. Specifically, utter garbage. garbage. Which is the same reason why season one is garbage. <laughs> yeah. So season one was disagree. like, was how many episodes? Seven or seven, or eight, seven maybe 13. It's one of like those odd yeah. things. In those seven episodes, Jack happened. Absolutely nothing <laughs> happened. You would sit there for an hour episode and they would do two things and that would yeah. literally be it. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> they've got to do something. Terrible. They've got to do something else. The funniest thing and is so I kept going and nothing ever happened. Ever and then right, like you finally see Trigon, who's like a CW level animated <laughs> like <laughs> villain. Yeah. And so it's not even CW. It's like, you see those commercials <laughs> that have like Satan. Like the music next commercial yeah they have like actual like satan and he has like super big horns and he's just sitting there that's literally hey guys it's me seen the, the snl skit where will ferrell dresses up like satan it's so bad and tries to write a hit song for garth brooks <laughs> like that so anyways back to the whole daredevil thing i just kind of got like i got burnt on tv shows where it's like if if season one's like okay and I'm not like immediately hooked by season two. I'm just, I, I, I just stopped caring quick, man. I think you need to try it again. Uh, it's possibly it seasons one through three of daredevil are in my opinion, easily the best superhero show that to date. See, that's a big thing. Have you ever watched Gotham? Cause that's a yes. great show. I, I think it's, I didn't love Gotham. Great in, show. I, I granted, I stopped after Gotham. I stopped. My wife Gotham also really liked Gotham. So, after season one, maybe after season two, um, I didn't love Gotham. It's kind of a, a, it's more of a cop show than it is a such a slow burn, and I love it. A um, like a superhero show, yeah. And but I think that I would say that Daredevil is the best superhero like TV show to date, including every Disney Plus show. I would still say that Daredevil is still higher quality and has better story. It's a big thing. Oh, speaking of uh, superhero TV shows, though, do you see that The Boys has season three going to drop soon? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did see that. I've not watched any of The Boys yet, but I need to. Oh, got, really? Got yeah. Dean from Supernatural in it. Yep, sure does. <laughs> the I also boys? need to watch Invincible because I hear oh, that's a great show. As well. Man, you need to jump in the I got a lot of shows I got to get the going Amazon. on. Game. I have so I do. Back, this is slightly off topic. But I've been catching up on all twenty seasons. I mean, of we Family started Guy. on we've yet to be really on, on Daredevil, topic. and yeah. then we've yet went to talk into about Titans it. and how Brandon thinks that that was a <sighs> good show, but then goes into how it's actually not I, a good show. Yeah, no. See, it's a good show as in it kept my attention for the entire first season. Then I'm like, this is garbage. The only After way it kept it, my attention was because I had COVID and I could literally not read leave my room. After, that is the only way I got through the first season. After every episode, I was like, this show is so bad. Like it has Next to episode. go somewhere. <laughs> it, but I, I'm like, this is so bad, but something has to happen. To, to like, finish that thought for people listening and they're debating on watching Titans, I would say don't because throughout the first like seven episodes, they're going through this story, trying to develop this to uh, Raven, trying to develop her character literally nothing happens in these first like seven episodes yeah then the finale comes on on like the seventh episode the finale doesn't actually really do anything it's more of an introduction to the finale that then finishes in the first episode of season two like they didn't yeah, have enough right. time to finish yeah. it that show is garbage it is absolutely I say, terrible though, i love the doom squad <laughs> i mean the doom, doom squad doom is patrol. Good. doom patrol i'm sorry yeah. doom patrol 
Doom yeah. Patrol is that's it's the best decent. part of it. Yeah, their intro in that show, and then even their TV show isn't that bad. I haven't. Um, I watched the first season. That was pretty good. Yeah, I need to watch Peacemaker. I hear that Peacemaker is Peacemaker is pretty good. I need to finish yeah. it. Peacemaker is phenomenal. But it to follow the highly inappropriate, to follow the train Siva. of thought, if we're going from that train Titans, crashed, didn't it? Titans being garbage. Yeah, uh, the Amazon shows. Uh, Invincible is really, really good. Yeah, I would recommend Invincible, even if you're not a. Um, if you like, you see that it is an animation um, style. Get and over. Don't animated really, shows are great. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's really, really good. It's not for the faint of heart. Neither is the boys. Yeah. Um, the boys is really good. <laughs> the boys is a really good show. It is one of those shows. It's kind of like, <clears throat> like Grand Theft Auto Five, where it's like. It is so satirical to where you kind of have to take it in, in doses because it's like shoving satire down your throat yeah. of like, this is the American mm-hmm. thing. And this is what garbage. reality would be if people actually got superpowers. Yeah. But it's a really interesting concept. A lot of the characters are really compelling. Um, it is not a show that you want to like watch with. Don't want many to watch people it with children or not, your mama. Yeah, um, pick yeah. pick the people carefully, um, mm-hmm. but it's interesting show. It's a fun watch. Both of those are really fun. Maybe watches. your pastor, if you want to see how far you can stretch <laughs> your opinion of you, that's something I would do. I don't know about y'all. I mean, maybe if you love you, Pastor Cole. Maybe watch it with your boss if you're planning on quitting, but you want to get a severance package, <laughs> so you want to get fired instead. So, uh, saying all that, <laughs> Daredevil. Daredevil, I think, is still better than all those shows. Daredevil's the thing that I like about Daredevil season one is he doesn't get the suit until the last episode. Which yeah, it's something yes. I just I like. I really appreciate. So, and I think what I loved about season two is when they start to work in Elektra and the Punisher mm-hmm. and those storylines. On top of the fact that I like. I really I love Bernthal as a Punisher. Yeah. <clears throat> he's my favorite Punisher, Punisher. And I really like I really hope the rumors are true that he's back. It, him getting a movie would be I mean, this is his second uh comic book based T V show that he's been in. Yeah. Yeah. The Walking Dead. So the Walking he is dead. he is I mean, he is the Punisher. So yeah. so good. Yeah, no, he, but he he killed that. When they work them in in that second season, because I think one thing the second season does suffer from a little bit is it gets a little re- repetitive. He has the suit. Some of the stuff you're sitting there going, okay. that's why I like think that's I why I stopped it. watching. I was just like, but, this is the same show. Like, but this when is... they when they bring in Elektra, they bring in the Punisher. All of a sudden, I think some of that stuff works itself I didn't out. Get there. Which, uh, so I would say I would say the downfall of season two is probably how they handled the character Elektra. Because so the character Electra in the comics is kind of a um, is essentially mirroring or um, reflecting as as Daredevil as Matt Murdock, and so what he what like the a lot of the dichotomy you see is them debating on morality. Right. Um, you don't get that as much with this version of Electra. It's not a bad version of Electra. Um, it's just the they go with a more like. <sighs> She just seems really forced into the story. It's like she he has this she always love, does. He has this love arc with that's that's fair. Um, but he he has this love arc with Karen Page that's right. going somewhere that's blossoming, and then Electra comes in. And he's like, well, shoot, like I kind of love her randomly, 
And I mean, it's very much this. Like, <clears throat> this is what annoys me about Marvel superheroes is so many of them have that, and superheroes in general. I feel like so many of them have that problem. Where it's yeah. like you have Spider Man with Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy and Black Cat. So it's like yeah. you have your normal person that you're like, oh, I love this person as me. But then Spider Man and me love Black Cat. And so it's yeah. like he has that with like Electra. And thankfully, I mean, Bats doesn't have to deal with it because Selena Kyle and Catwoman are the same person. And, right. But yeah, I think that's something that a lot of superheroes suffer from in the Marvel verses. Yeah. But season two of Daredevil, the first four episodes are fantastic. The Punisher is the highlight of season two. Mm. Whenever it gets into Elektra and, they, and they're they fighting the hand, I mean, if you mention Elektra, you have to mention the, the hand because that's maybe, really all they maybe are. Maybe just because you get quite a bit of ninjas in the second season. Ni- the ninja parts are cool. And I enjoy the ninjas. <laughs> it's it's just a little, the pacing is kind of on for, yeah, I, for season two. I do agree. The pacing is a little. That being said, season three is a masterpiece <laughs> from start to finish. It's so good. I need to watch it. I hear a lot of the Catholicism of like like a lot of the mirroring between Kingpin and Daredevil's on yep. full display of like Listen, Daredevil's religion being the only thing that's keeping him from becoming Kingpin. I can't that think of... I, it's, one of, it's one of the few shows, seasons of a show that I can say I can't think of a single character, actor, really any part of that show that is just that's weak like everybody's game is at a 10 mm, uh i mean i can just because i'm the pessimist of this show yeah, i figure that but True. you're the optimist i'm the pessimist i, I just I, I enjoy every part from when he interacts with kingpin uh kingpin's interaction with with bullseye i mean the the fight scene so they don't rely heavily on the fight scenes in, in season three you get yeah. a lot of dialogue see i dialogue. like character development yeah you so. get a ton of that yeah. you get it and some one of the coolest parts of that show is kingpin gets the files on bullseye, bullseye. and so he starts reading through the files but you don't actually see him read the files he's just pacing his apartment and seeing these it's playing scenes, out in front of him. It's playing out in front of him like he's watching it, like on video. It's a masterpiece. And it's just it's just in the music behind it that's playing. And it's just you get a good, I mean, and this is season three of Daredevil. Yeah. And you get a great, you know, you get the character of, of Kingpin who you've had, has been established in this show. Right. But you get a deeper dive into how his mind works, how he breaks down his enemies as well as his allies how he can flip between the two. And you get it in this one scene of him reading the files of bullseye. And then you get, when you do get the fight scenes though, in season three, are they as good as the fight scenes in iron fist? Do we kick him out now or so? I think if you can't, I also, I like Jessica Jones though, too. I I, I, I like Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is a good show. I think it gets honestly. I, like I have not, except so, for Iron Fist. Like I, I love the season ones of all of the shows. Yeah. Iron Fist, Luke just Cage, terrible. Is great. I love Luke Cage. Season one of Luke Cage is, I think, is good. So season, good. Season two. I, I, now, I have not seen all of season two. I think Jessica it's just Jones. too much superhero stuff for me. Like there was just too much superhero stuff coming out, and I was like, I'm not well, doing it right now. This really had an opportunity, and I, and I didn't hate the Defenders. Yeah, I think you kind of you have to at least watch the last few episodes of Defenders before you watch season three of Daredevil. But 
Um, me and Amelia went through seasons one through three, and I was like, I'll sum it up. Electra's like she died under a thing. Matt Murdock's like Spoiler really, alert. allegedly, really upset. What's the rule? They were both under. Did you see a body? <laughs> did you see a body? I didn't, I didn't see a body. Well, I mean, and he lived through. <laughs> he did. I was like, Matt Murdock was under a lake, and he was jacked up the lake there. just really like hurt him. And Electra's dead, so he's sad, allegedly dead. And so she, he's sad. And so now you're good for season three. And she's like, okay, fair enough. Right, great. And that's honestly, it did not hold her back at all. Yeah, that's you pretty much summed it up there. But <laughs> I, I, I had so much hope for the Defenders because I, I did not watch season two all the way of Luke Cage. Just yeah. couldn't handle it. I hated season one of Iron Fist. And so, yeah, it was watching garbage. A, watching a second season just wasn't going to happen. Uh, I love season one, Jessica Jones. I just have not gotten around to watching season two. Mm. I've watched all the seasons of Punisher and Daredevil and loved them. Yeah. But, and I did not hate the Defenders. There was, I had a good time through most of the Defenders. Yeah. Uh, so they had an actual Defenders yeah. Yeah, it was, there, it was, So, the, And I guess that's what I was so hopeful for is we were getting kind of, in my opinion, this dark, gritty, low budget Avengers, yeah, and that's what we were hoping it would be. And you, right. and you had moments like there's there's a re- some really cool fight scenes where you're like, all right, this well, is I was cool. looking for, it, yeah. But then like Iron Fist would talk, and you're like, dude, just shut up. Nobody wants you in this in this show. <laughs> you're like, contractually obligated like, to be. You here. have to be here because. <laughs> but it's like, just It'd get be out. Weird if they just had <laughs> just Luke Cage at one point, dude, shut up. Nobody wants you here. Just, <laughs> I, I don't like they. That that series of shows had some of the highest brilliant moments, I think. For, highest highs. But then the lows and were the just lowest like, of lows. Doo-doo, like just yeah. really yeah. in the basement. But after we got Defenders, then we get this season three of Daredevil that was just, like Jansen said, it's masterpiece, man. Yeah. It was um I don't know, man. You you do need to go watch yeah, the rest of do. it. Uh, I need to. But the way it ends. I'll probably start tonight. And this is, I actually might go watch a little bit tonight too. Like, I'll probably start season one again tonight so Michaela can get caught up to it. And this is not really a spoiler for you, but I love that he doesn't wear the suit in the mm-hmm. third season again. Yeah. like I do like that. And I didn't know that. I like that. Yeah. That, what happens to the suit though? Does he just not wear it? You you get the suit. There's some suit in it. Okay, gotcha. It's, it's not yeah. suit heavy. Well, because I kind of spoiled like the the Defenders thing, is the accident that happens in Defenders kind of ruins the suit for him. Gotcha. So do I need to watch Defenders before I watch season three? I literally just summed it up. Go back and listen to this whenever it drops Thursday at noon. (laughs) I see what we did there. Um, Wait, you won't hear that until the episode's already out. What? What? Yeah, sorry. Well, you're like, when this episode drops Thursday at noon... And I was like, wait a second. I was like, that's a great plug. And I was like, wait, the plug is Oh, in he the can episode. clip it and put it on there. That's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the that's true. There's a lot of clippings going to be taking place well, in this episode. You're gonna, you have a lot of work. This is a heavy episode. How far into this are we? This is 40 minutes, but let's... The so cold 20 open was, minutes was, of nonsense. There was like 15-minute cold open, so yeah. I mean, we, we're in pretty good shape. We're just going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, if we want to keep talking about TV shows, too. I well, mean, one thing I want to do before we go, I, I do want to speculate, because... Season four, has season been four, has been confirmed. Confirmed. Disney Plus 
I think everybody's saying that they plan on keeping it dark and gritty, which is why they changed the <clears throat> the ratings of the shows. Put the now. parental guides and whatnot. There's also rumors that uh, Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock's will be in She-Hulk. Yes. Because she's yeah. a lawyer, so it makes sense for him to... I guess, I guess what I'm worried about, because of... Uh, <laughs> we, we saw the Kingpin again. Right. He got in this murked. new MCU. And he wasn't, in my opinion, a very good Kingpin. No. I mean, he looked aesthetically like the classic Kingpin. Looked great. Which I appreciated. And but, That yeah. Hawaiian shirt, it was so funny and so out of place, but so dare. But he got <laughs> so beat up by a kid. Yeah. And again, when you watch the, the final fight scene in season three of Daredevil... And what he does, and then you compare it. I mean, he's he's picking up grown men and breaking their backs against the walls and putting them through windows and tables. Yeah, yeah. And then you see him get beat by a child. Like it's just like no, <laughs> yeah. Which it unless he wanted to lose like that, he didn't. It's <laughs> and wait. Here's the thing. It's like okay, he also so got shot by Echo too, didn't he? Or who got shot by Echo? He got shot by Echo after he got shot by the right, kid. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And by Kate Bishop. And I get that, that, and even him wearing the Hawaiian shirt, I get that that is an accurate representation of Wait, Kingpin. Was he a scroll? I, he may have been. God, I hope so. <laughs> he may have Please, been. Please, Lord. Ties into the, Secret Invasion. The one good thing that came out of Captain Marvel is the fact that we can undo a bunch of people, dead people and yeah. things, by saying they were scrolls. Yeah. I... Hope to God that he is a scroll, and Disney. that <laughs> then whenever season four releases, then he like smashes another dude's head in the car, and then we're like, okay, we're like, we're where we need to be. He's back, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know that. Assuming that he's not a scroll, I know that the the Hawaiian shirt with the cane is very um, is like taken that straight is out King of the comic books yeah. of Kingpin. The issue that I have with that is that season three or season one through three Kingpin is not a super duper comic book accurate Kingpin. Right. He's not, he's, he is strong as a individual. I mean, he's benching like 400 pounds in season two. And so he's like obviously a jacked individual, but he's not a, his, like his invulnerableness comes from the armor that he has worn that, and that is shoehorned into the show to make it more realistic it's not that right. he is in the comic books he is just so like thick just with muscle so thick, that whenever yeah. something like comes and tries to attack him it just doesn't really like do into anything. the spider-verse he doesn't have a neck he's a head yeah. placed on a block into like, the spider-verse is a comic book accurate <laughs> kingpin yeah. kingpin from uh seasons one through three is a realistic kingpin right he is strong but he is still human He's uh, invulnerable, but he's invulnerable because he has Kevlar armor on all the time that right. keeps him from being slashed or stabbed. Um, and then you, so I understand what they're doing with the introduction of Kingpin into Hawkeye, um, but the issue is, is it's now a more comic book, comic booky Kingpin that <clears throat> abandons the character development that he did in seasons one through three. Right. And it kind of leads into a place where I am not really looking forward to a additional season of Daredevil. As much as I love the show, it's hard for me to 
get super excited for this because <coughs> I fear that this version of Daredevil is going to fall into the MCU safe zone that they've kind of been in. Sure. It's like even... So we talk a lot about Moon Knight. Everyone at this table loves Moon Knight. We all really enjoyed it. But even Moon Knight... Very tame compared to Moon Knight in the comics. Right. It's like even Moon Knight still felt safe. It's like they... In episodes one and partial of two, but really episodes one and maybe three, you could see that they were trying to experiment with with a new feel for the character, specifically episode one. Yeah. But then you would get moments... In episode, uh, in episode four, in the beginning of episode four, that we, no one here liked, where uh, Layla was able to destroy the world with just a flare, <laughs> yeah. and it just kind of falls into the safe area of like, okay, this is the uh, very formulaic version of the MCU that. In her defense, it was a jeep full of ammunition. Yeah, but like, <laughs> that's correct. And it's like, okay. When does ammunition blow up like dynamite? It can happen when exposed to open flame like that. Can it blow up to that degree? I'm not. I'm not an ammunition expert, so I, I, yeah, mean, I mean, I don't, there's a lot of gunpowder in there. I don't carry around. Let's call like Tom and ask him. Fifty caliber How, like, what would Tom rounds be? with me. That just seems like something he would know. All right, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's moments that felt really safe. It's like you would get this exposure that happened in in episode five, but then you would get a, a kind of cheap finale that you would get in episode six. And I'm afraid that that Daredevil season four or this new Disney Plus Daredevil is going to fall into that same thing. Yeah. The grounded, the grittiness that they had in Wilson Fisk from one through three was then immediately pulled back into this safe MCU zone with his introduction into Hawkeye. He wasn't threatening. But, and I think right. the thing is, I know the MCU wants to include everybody. They want everything connected. Even if they're not directly connected, they want them somewhat connected. Yeah. I think you can still do that and get both sides of it. The, the dark characters can just be dark. Daredevil can be inappropriate. I can, can be dark. Deadpool can be inappropriate and dark. I mean, I would have loved if they would have introduced us to Wilson Fisk and Hawkeye without actually interacting with him. Yeah. Like the big guy, like dropping the name, showing him on screen, but not having him get murked by Kate Bishop. Like have Kate and Echo fight. Like that's the fight that has been setting up the entire time. Like a Kate Echo and um, I think they probably could have even Yelena fight could have made Echo even like you know, a, a better fighter, a better, a, you know, stronger character. Yeah. I mean, they built her up to, she was cool, but there's a no point in that show where I was sitting there going, yeah, these people are in danger. Like that. Uh, right. I and ne- like, I never she's, thought that. She's really cool in the comics, especially in, there's a Moon Knight room that she's in. And like, you don't know that she's deaf because she can talk because she's so like in tune with her body. Like she, she knows what the vibration is supposed to feel like when she's talking. Right. And so, her and Mark hook up and he's like trying to talk to her at one point. He's like, I need you to turn over. Cause I can't see your lips. Like, I know you're trying to talk, but I can't hear what you're saying. Cause she's still deaf. Like, right. but she's so adept at reading lips that she can just read lips and know exactly what people are saying. Like from different rooms. Like if she can, if she has line of line of sight of your mouth. She can know what you're saying. And that's so cool to me. And it's like, her character isn't that cool in the MCU. 
No. Like, I don't know. I guess it's more grounded and more realistic that she can't just read lips so well, but I don't know. Is it? I mean, I know a lot of people. Yeah, sure. It's like, I think that's, and again, I'm like, my biggest introduction into um, ASL is the fact that Amelia took a class at UT with it. And in that class, they they did not uh, speak for sake of respect for the ASL community. Well, and so as, but from my, my like secondhand information from like stuff that she would say, and then this has been a year. So if I say anything that's not exactly accurate, please don't crucify me. Um, get canceled. But reading lips is a something that a lot of people develop and they develop it really, really well. And they can have, yeah. um, like full blown conversations where you're just enunciating your words, then they can pretty much pick up on most of what you're saying. Right. And it's like, yeah, echo was just kind of a chump. That (laughs) was really Hawkeye was like, just the characters were kind of chumps. I did enjoy her interactions though with Hawkeye around his hearing aid. Yeah. Where she's like, you know, you just have to learn to live without it. Like, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) She's like yanked it out of his ear and just beat the crap out of him. Like that's that's a solid move. It's a solid move. Yeah. So they are. Are they building up like they like the Dark Avengers? Or? I think they're building up the Young Avengers first. Okay. Yeah, especially with how, um, how we're they're kind of brought up multiverse of madness. Um, I think that's going to be a super big part. And we have um, Wanda's two kids. Yep. That exist. Speed. Right. Or do they? Do they? do they? And it's like, I think, I, I don't, not 100% sure how they're going to sh- like shoehorn them in. And it's like, because now we have Wanda who is quote unquote gone. Um, I think, and oh, we also wow. have a vision that exists in the world as well. Right. We have White Vision um, who is, is it White Vision or a Gray Vision? I think, I think it's White Vision. I think next white week vision. you should order the Vanilla Shake as the White Vision. <laughs> vanilla Shake. I actually heard a pretty good theory too about uh, the whole Nexus being thing that they yeah. were pushing a lot in WandaVision that kind of seemed to get redacted in Multiverse of Madness because there were so many different Wandas. Yeah. That Wanda Maximoff is not a Nexus being. There are, you know, there's a Wanda Maximoff in every multiverse, whatever. But the Scarlet Witch yeah. is a Nexus being where there's only ever one Scarlet Witch in the entirety of the multiverse. So. Mm. I thought that was a pretty pretty compelling argument yeah. there. So, along the same lines, I think we can all agree that we're a little worried about season four of Daredevil based off of... Trying getting, to reel us back in. Getting trying to Disney-fied. And again, Marvel has done nothing really to cause me to doubt them. Kevin Feige's still Kevin Feige. But, post... In game, um, some of the movies have had some mixed reactions. I think they've still been very good movies. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed every movie. And I mean, I, I've, I've even, and I, for the most part, I don't think I've had one show that I've had big issues with. I love Daredevil, even though I think it could have been darker. Uh, but do you feel, do you feel like the MCU is taking a decline right now? Do you think that they might be headed? It's a bit of a struggle period. Well, I mean, seeing as Doctor Strange just, you know, 
it was just released that it's the highest earning movie of 2022 so far. I don't think box office wise and financially they're taking any sort of right. any sort of hit. Yeah, and I mean, I think that I don't think the MCU will ever hit a high like it did for the Infinity War saga. I can agree with that. Um, I think that because that was something that was in development for a decade where it was just one after the next that was all leading to this final point. Right. It's like they, they can never start over and work their way to that ever again. Right. And so I don't know if they're hitting necessarily a, a decay as far as um, creativity goes, but I think that they, they reached a high only possible one time. It's like, I don't think, I think they've already, they've hit a ceiling that you can, you can't really meet. It's so hard to think that though, because they hit that peak and they hit that ceiling with characters that were so irrelevant at the time that they started introducing the characters like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, like all those characters. There's a reason that Marvel had the rights to make those movies. And it's because no other movie studios wanted to buy them. Marvel was going out of business, Fair. trying to sell off all their properties. And people were like, we want Spider-Man, we want the X-Men, and that's it. Because nobody really cared about any of the other characters. Like, they were just like, it's whatever. We can't market them. Like, you know, they're just comic book characters. Yeah. And then Marvel went and did what they did with the MCU. The thing I'm worried about is oversaturation, though. It's well, just and that's, too much. That's a part of the point. It's like they can, even if they started over with like B-list characters that you, like maybe the average moviegoer doesn't know, start like America Chavez. They, right. No one like could be like, oh, yeah, I've read every single comic of America I Chavez. America Chavez. It's like even if they start another series of stories like that and they're starting at zero and they work their way up to some huge mega crossover event the only comparison point is going to be infinity war right and they can't top infinity yeah. war it's like even because it's already been done so it's like the, the fact that they had that it will automatically be a comparison point to infinity war means that it won't top infinity war yeah um, as far as like overall experience level and so i think that like i think they definitely haven't like it's definitely not the end of the mcu i mean they're still no. going to be releasing stuff and they're still going to be going after it but i still it, think though like how do i say this I, I i think that the next few movies so we went back and watched um all the original uh avengers individually oh the phase I, one the iron man yeah leading up to avengers one with jay and going back again, I had a good time pretty much on all of them. Yeah. But I remember, you know, while watching, I remember when those came out and going, man, these are really good, you know. And um, But they were building. It was one of the first time we started getting those post-credit scenes. And they were building right. to a, an, an idea of this monumental moment where we would get the Avengers. And then we got it. And it was fantastic. So then after that, it was like, wow, it'd be cool if you got, you know, what if like the, you added to these, all the other, and then we got civil war and then we got Thanos and they just kept, it, we just kept getting these like bigger moments, bigger moments, bigger moments. Yeah. And I feel like they're literally restarting. Yeah. Trying to do something similar. The problem but is. But at the same time, not restarting. But they're not restarting. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, 
they have put out a, f- a couple movies now that they have not gone back and connected really at all. No. Like Shang-Chi, they've really not connected that. No, you have that moment with Wong and Abomination and like so, the fighting pit. And then you Wong, never see or hear about Shang-Chi again. And we've seen Wong since yeah. that movie. Wong yeah. has really been the only connecting factor we've had to, in, to these movies at all. Because he's, yeah. he's, he's like in just about every one of them, I think. Yeah. And TV shows, really, at this point. Wong but, Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> just turn that M upside down. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're, we're just not getting... It's. It, I think it's time, whatever the next... I guess that'd be Thor, Love, and, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, which I'm very excited for. And I love Taika Waititi. But like, I think that... Whatever next couple movies, we need to have a fairly major connection because a lot of people are going. I don't know where we're going next. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. And like, and again, so with the earlier MCU movies, like you had these like, like you know, blink and you'll miss it things that connected them. But then the post credit and the mid credit roles, yeah, were huge in creating this you know cinematic universe. Yeah, and we're not even getting that in the post credit scenes. Like we're not getting those yeah, the connecting last, the threads. Last like couple, last couple post credits. I mean, Eternals post credits was kind of cool because you you heard Blade's voice, you right? Know? Yeah, and you saw the night and, but like Doctor Strange post credits, they were garbage. They sucked. Like they were fun. Like the Bruce Campbell, like it's over fourth wall break was. It was funny. Yeah, but kind of. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, like it, <laughs> like it, you could even like you could give us a legitimate post credit scene. And then pan over and still have that moment. You could have just showed us Scarlet Witch's eyes open up, and it would have been ten times better than what we got. Yeah, out of that. I mean, there it looks like they're definitely building up to Secret Wars, and and yeah, and that's that's great, and I look forward to seeing that. So at some point, we need to start having these connections, um, or, or I mean, do they do that with like Secret Invasion coming out? Like, do they try to thread all this together in Secret Invasion, leading to, like, a Secret Wars plot line? Like, I don't know. I mean, and the other option is, is that at some point you you, you start working this Fantastic Four stuff. You start yeah. working this X-Men the stuff X- yeah. in. Right. Because these are characters that everybody's dying to see. Yeah. And, and maybe if it's in other worlds, that's fine. You know, yeah. Earth... What is it, 616 or uh, 838? The one that we saw the Illuminati in. Right. So if it's if it's 838, fine. If it's, pick one, any yeah. other world, yeah. you start giving, we start getting the Fantastic Four. And they, it, all you literally have to do is start the movie off with Earth, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we all, we're like, we're in. Yeah. yeah, I don't need anything else because I've seen these other ones. Yeah, and we get you know a, a start of the Fantastic Four, and then it ends with a break or a tear in in, in the sky or whatever. Yeah. Same thing with X Men. We have a world with X Men, and then you get the tear, and that's all we need. I I think I honestly I'm and I could be completely off on this, but part of me is wondering if Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, yeah. is going to be like the Civil War event that kind of like starts tying all these threads together, leading us into things, because that is yeah. kind of gives you that with Kang the Conqueror being the uh, the main villain of that movie. I'm assuming he's going to be the big villain of this, you know, right. s- these what phases. A, what an interesting movie that we get Kang as the yeah. And it's like, it's, it's Ant-Man. I'm <laughs> like, is this going to be a multiversal movie? And it's like, if it is multiversal, then we have America Chavez who got introduced, you know, who can jump through the multiverse. Yeah. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp potentially figuring out a way to go through the quantum realm as though it's a way to travel through the multiverse. We have Kang the Conqueror, who's a multiversal threat. Like, 
is that going to start tying some of these? Because they went from Earth scale to, you know, universe, and now they're yeah. going into multiverse. So it's like they are just constantly scaling up, and it's they're they're making it just so right. big. And that's what I'm concerned about is just how big the scale is. At some <laughs> point, we have to get that Deadpool appearance. Got to get at the Deadpool some appearance. Point. Yeah. yeah, we got Guardians so three coming out. So what would be the equivalent? I mean, our starting points are Eternals. I guess Loki, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Yeah. We've had Doctor Strange, Moon Knight. What else we've had? Because they are building. Shang-Chi. Because they they are building these different because we have the shows. We didn't have the shows in in phase one. Right. So what is our first Avengers movie? What would be the equivalent? Like, what situation? Is is it Ant-Man? I don't know. See, I don't think that we're ready for it to be honest and we may not be because we yeah. we got a lot of individual movies before we got avengers right and it's that's like fine but again i just we need, got what iron man one two thor captain america and are we just spoiled? anything from 2008 to 2012 it's like we got four years worth of movies yeah that can be that's the problem established on we are spoiled we're spoiled right yeah. yeah we want the next big infinity war endgame movie right now and, and that took 10 years to build. Too. It's like, I don't even. Like, but it's kind of their fault. <laughs> they did it's so almost good. like, But it's almost more that they want us to want the next big event to happen. That they're not really laying out the foundation that I feel like needs to be there. And obviously, it, like, this is just three guys with mediocre opinions We actually talking. only got five uh, Avenger movies before the first. Well, we got five Marvel movies before the first Avengers movie. And but the thing is, is they were all foundational. It's like they, for them to build the Avengers movie, they were spreading like spreading seeds of like foundation for oh, them to build into the, together. Yeah, and it's like they what put, we're getting right now is just a cameo a events. Stuff. It's a bunch of like cameo events that aren't interacting. It's yeah, like, I feel like from now for me to what I would if I was sculpting this out and now actually knew what I was talking about when it came to movies. <laughs> for me to do this is like I would want to plant the seed of uh fantastic four and have that kind of um sitting there plant the seed of x-men have that sitting there show what dr strange is doing sure i don't care but like it seems like they're still trying to continue on this cameo effect of like all right now we'll have dr strange interact with this person who will interact with this person i'll have shang chi but let's remember to add in bruce banner at the end because we're going to continue his story somewhere you know there's just not anything it's like what i really enjoyed about moon knight is how little it interacted with the standalone with yeah it was so standalone which gave it such a high ceiling for where it now can interact with right that's but if you go ahead and interact it's for Right, it's like if you but go ahead and interact, then it's like, oh, well, now how much can we do with Doctor Strange and Wanda in the future right. now? It's like it's, their stories have already been it's written. It's so hard to complain because like, it's like these comic book movies are starting to feel too much like comic books because like what, yeah. what were cameos back in the early stages of the MCU are really just not, like we call them cameos. But they're not like if you look at, you know, if you look at these movies like they're comic books, like you don't call, you know, Wolverine showing up in a Moon Knight comic a cameo, even though technically by definition it is essentially. But it's like that's how they're starting to treat the MCU where it's like I need I think we need to stop looking at them like cameos. And it's just 
these people all exist in the same universe now. And it's like, but it is going to have a completely different world building effect than what we have had for the past 10 years. And so it's like, they have to do a complete shift on like how we view the movies and how we view the crossovers and how we view, you know, these events. Like, is it going to be crossover events or is it going to be everybody exists in the same universe and everything's building towards this one thing. And those are two very different fields of movies in my opinion. So, yeah, it, it just almost seems like they're. It's like they're like, oh, you really enjoyed Endgame where we had all these heroes yeah. interacting. Well, what if we just make every movie after here have to in, like incorporate the heroes interacting? Exactly. So it's like before, it's like standalone, 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 interact back to standalone stuff. But you know, we're gonna have some tie-in things yeah. here. They all interact, and it's like you had a very set formula of that, and that's why it was like, right. "Oh, all the MCU movies are the same, just different skins of heroes." It's like, okay, one, no, they're not. Two, I, that's a fair it's argument. Like, like yeah, they all, all have comic this, books are the same, but exactly, it's like, yeah, like right now I'm reading a um, a series of the the Flash comics, and in these Flash comics, it's taking after um, just for a short like uh, relets for people who don't read the flash or don't actually care. Um, very different than the show. Um, Barry yes, Allen has better. gone and has, is exploring the multiverse. So we're left with uh, really focusing on Wally and it's Wally's interaction with Wallace with kid flash. Um, this is Wally no longer is kid flash. This is adult like R- flash fastest man alive Wally. Um, and, but this is taking apart like they, what they've been doing is like it's these solo arcs that are then building into um, uh, Justice League um, Earth 3 War or however that title is yeah. series. And that is a three-part event that is taken over and then it branches off. And now it's like that that happened in uh, partial of issue Flash 780. Um, but it was also two others that incorporated other comic books. But um, with 780 and now 81, 82, and 83, they acknowledge that that crossover happened. 83 comes out in June or July. Um, I just read 82 and 81. But they've acknowledged that that crossover has has happened. But right now, it's more of them just kind of building off of the fact that that happened in their own solo arcs. It's like right now, it is Wally West and um, Wallace who are interacting. They're really developing this thing as flash and his sidekick Cape flash and they're doing their own thing. And they're like, yeah, that happened. It's like this character now has powers and that's new. That's different. But like, I'm not going to go and have to do a whole story with Batman now because that happened before. It's like, it feels forced. Like it's trying to have another crossover and another crossover and like over and over again. Part of me wishes that they would just do. And like, again, this could be a, too soon to do this kind of thing like they probably want to get through this phase and you know introduce these new heroes and villains and whatnot part of me is like will they ever do a hard reset of the mcu like you get a hard reset in comics like you have you know like you know like the, all new all different avengers the, like yeah or the new 52 yeah the new 52 like you uh, uh dc rebirth like you yeah. have these hard cut we are resetting everything about the storyline of these, you know, established characters to where, you know, then we could get like a superior Iron Man story and like just reintroduce these characters, rehash them out. And they're not 
you know, being built off of the previous. They're just yeah. you could completely you, resetting the timeline. I think you could do that with with the other worlds. Yeah, I mean, just you just start yeah. start a movie series from, from Earth, Earth, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Leave six one six. Seriously, yeah. Which you know, two months ago I'd been like, it might be too big for the situation, but now I, I look at it going, this could work. You could do a, just start a whole whatever Fantastic Four series with Earth, whatever. Dude, I mean, Fantastic Four is a great. Like, I mean, honestly, that'd be a great way to reset the MCU because like, of how the much they, Four. yeah, how much then they, you could you could still dude, give us a Council of Reeds. Yeah, you could still dig in the bag on t- whenever you just needed a little moment to to nod to the old the oldies and, and nod to the and fans. You 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 dig in and you get a, a cap from. Part of me is wondering you know, too. I mean, show with, up or whatever with the uh, comment from old Reed Richards that he has kids. Yeah, I mean. Franklin Richards and Galactus have a very established history together in the MCU and surviving the end of universes and watching the birth of new universes. So it's like, are they going to use those characters? Like, I mean, I think that'd be great. Like give us some more movies, introduce X-Men introduce the fantastic four in this initial run. Give us Franklin Richards, give us Galactus reset everything about the MCU. Yeah. And then just like, it's like, I wish they did that after Endgame. Yes. Like, I, I if agree. they reset everything and they're like, all right. And they like started the movie instead of the red Marvel logo. It was like a blue Marvel logo. And that was like the only hint that like everything is different now. Yeah. And then they just started with like, with whatever, with the, the X-Men and they just didn't acknowledge what was before. And then like fans get theorized and be like, no, wait, I and feel like, like this isn't the same universe or something where it's like, I feel like that's, I wish that they started over from zero because now it's like they're picking up the pieces from the biggest like climax point that yeah that movie that superhero movies has had thus far and it just feels like there's not a foundation anymore yeah. and it's like and I think I get like even give us like a couple movies post end game where it's like explain what happened during the blip you know all of that going on but it's like I feel like they've moved past caring what happened there. I don't think we got a single reference to the blip in, uh, in multiverse of madness that I can remember. We like, did, um, where strange is talking to the doctor that was a coworker with him at, oh, yeah. um, at the wedding. Oh, okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. His, his cat brother, died. His cat died and his brother yeah. or yeah. something like that. Um, so I, I think cause we're, we're, we are actually getting close on time. I think one thing that's going to help that we we're going to get this year that we have not been able to get over the last few years because of COVID is big release announcements at cons. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we are like it con season is upon us. It appears that we are no more of these video releases with the rock standing inside of a a, a green screen. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. I need to free up store space. Um, Major no, no more, you know, of the green screen announcement stuff. It looks like we're going to start getting some cons this year. Yeah, MegaCon just happened in Orlando. Yep. Starting this Thursday is Star Wars Celebration. Yes, it is. So when this episode <gasps> airs, it's oh, the start of Star Wars Celebration, right. which means... And then the next day we get Kenobi. Kenobi. Two episodes of Kenobi. That's this week, boys. We need to get together and watch that. So I think well, that I'll will be in New York City. There's a slight problem. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not going to be here. Then I'll be in Boston. Ladies and gentlemen. So I, I hate to break, you, break the bad yeah. news, but um, at least 
one third of one nine hundred nerdy talk. I guess it's not going to be one six hundred nerdy talk for <laughs> the next math joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will be in New York City and then Hungary and Slovakia for uh, two weeks. Y'all, we may we may miss a week because <laughs> if you join the mob, <laughs> I'm going to be in Boston. I'm going uh, to fight <laughs> second week of June for a week. Well, yeah. so. We'll have a one three hundred nerdy talk. It'll just just be me. Actually, I I got a couple of buddies. I might call in and do. There some. you go. That might be the week we. I, I finally bring a crypto uh, in here. Bring, I might bring a crypto. Might might bring. Mm. You know what? I might bring Tom and yeah, Cole there you go. and Colon and uh, debate. Yeah, that could be. Or we could get Katie and Wes to do that friends office debate. Or we could do Katie. Yeah. That actually might be. And we got some ideas in the. Time. We we got That's some. A, yeah. It took me two seconds to think of. Yeah. Let's get Tom to replace Jay for. Uh, see if we can get Tom to replace Jay for next yeah. week. Well, my middle name is Cole, so Cole could switch over, and it would. That's fair. Be same thing. Semantics. I'm excited about this. So, yeah. So we I, we will have a bonus episode next week. Yep, for Kenobi. <laughs> we might have to call Jay. We might just have to call you. You're gonna call me while I'm in Hungary and Slovakia. Is that next week? You're in. Uh, are you, I'll be up in after the thirty first. I'll be in Hungary and Slovakia, so I, I will be in. Hopefully, they give you New some York. Meat. I don't. I might be in. <laughs> nice. I might be in <laughs> Carnegie Hall. There we go. That was a good one. You said it the first time. I was like, I'm not making that joke. Then you said it again. I'm like, I'm definitely going to make that joke. So, uh, so we, we'll get a Kenobi bonus episode next week. Yep. We hey. don't have the Baca Cup, but I have all the answers that I have in the Baca Cup. So if y'all want to... You have all the answers? Or all the questions. Oh. Because I wrote them the down questions. before I put them what in there. We, we didn't play the music for the Baca Cup last week, did we? No. No, we didn't. I just, that just hit me. Yeah, we didn't. I y'all want me to ask a question or two? Let's yes for sure. Let's at least do one. Yeah. Why you pick one out? Don't tell everybody. Go see our buddies. Go see our buddies over at Crypto Comics. Go see Rocky and the boys. Rocky and the boys, and I always got to shout out Loki specifically. I got a pretty cute picture of Loki from this weekend. Love Loki. It was really hot, and he was passed out. <laughs> really cold for sleeping. He's a good boy. Support your local comic book shops, everybody. If you're in the Knoxville area, come check out Crypto. If not, go find a local comic book store. Get to know the owners. Support local businesses because they also probably have read more comics than you have and can give you some <laughs> great recommendations. Like uh, Rocky told me about a book called Geiger, and it's really cool. It's a radioactive superhero who survived a nuclear bomb, essentially, and it's a really cool comic book series, so wow. check it out. Uh, and then, what was the other thing? You know, that one thing. Yep. Forgot what it was. I'll have to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> or leave it in for, for, uh, anyway. I can't talk all Anyways. of a sudden. <laughs> all right, three questions or one? Let's start with one, see how long it takes us yeah. to answer the questions. We're sitting right, all right. right Um I'm going to do this, since we can't draw them, I'm going to ask the question uh, individually. There we go, okay. So, Joe. Mm-hmm. You walk into a comic book bar, and it's speed date night. <laughs> Who's your wingman you're bringing with you? Wait, like between me and you, or like a comic book character is comic book character? Oh, okay, because gotcha. it's a comic book bar. Like you were walking into Gotham Bar, Hell's Kitchen Bar. What you 
whatever. Oh, okay, so not and not so like, you're not, gonna pick not a, a bar based off of comic books, a bar that would be in a comic book. Yeah, this is like a universe that's in the fine print. And who's your wingman? Hmm. I already got this answer. I don't know if I'm answering this question, mm-hmm. but I got my answer. Mm-hmm. You can throw in your answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, I think it's Rocket Raccoon. Oh, that's uh, solid. That's solid. Because uh, when he's loyal, he's really loyal. True. And got he, a big mouth. He could talk you up. He doesn't compliment people much, but he the people he loves, he does. And he's funny, sarcastic, and he's cute. He is a cutie. It's like having mm. a dog. Yeah, or a rabbit. A talking, a rabbit. sarcastic dog. Yeah. yeah. And worst case scenario, if, if things go south... Yeah, I think he'd be a good drinking buddy at the end of the night. Who are you bringing with you? I was going to say Deadpool for mm. every reason that you just listed for Rocket Fair Raccoon. Enough. Fair enough. Um, I would say Groot because <laughs> if I'm walking in there. Christmas tree with you? Well, no. That way I can just make up what he's saying because the other oh, person won't be able to fair. know. So oh, you, man. Like, I am Groot. Oh, dude, Groot. You can't be talking about women like, like that. I know man. she's beautiful, but like. Yeah, it's like. Groot, you can't be talking about how I bench 400 pounds like Wilson Fisk. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to embarrass me in front of her. Wow. Yeah. Groot. Groot, yes, I will ask her friend if she has a boyfriend. Okay, calm down. <laughs> like, you want me to ask her friend too? Okay, fine. Okay. That's great. I like that. Yeah. All right, we doing two more? Or just one more? That was pretty that was, quick. That was pretty quick. Let's get at least another one. Okay. Um, and another one. Brando. Is me. Brando. Can a lightsaber cut through adamantium? <laughs> yeah. You think I'm, so? I'm saying, I'm saying a hard yes. Yeah. I mean, it's pure energy. Fair. And I don't see a world in which like it it's it's light. Like they've somehow cat like I don't know all the you know more about the, the physics of a lightsaber. Yeah, why don't you go ahead do. and answer? Joe. Do you think you a think lightsaber could cut through adamantium? I've not seen any metal that it can't not cut through. Best car. I was about to say, I, I, sure would, ha- can't get through I, best would, I would have to figure out how they make in. Yeah, it can can in. What material? I don't know if it does in like some legends. Yeah. Right. I just, I, I would have to figure out how close it is to best car. That's fair. If it's a similar rock, a sim- similar material as best car, then. See, yeah, no. adamantium, I'm thinking it can. Vibranium, though. I'm not. Well, if if we're talking about. Which one See, is it? If we're of talking Wolverine. about adamantium, adamantium. Yes. He's like, are we talking about like well, actually, movie adamantium and vibranium, or comic book adamantium and vibranium? Because those are very different. I think it could get through vibranium. I don't think it could get through adamantium. I think adamantium would probably be closer to best scar than See, vibranium, based off of the physics, quote unquote, of vibranium, like yeah. absorbing. Are they both alien to- materials? Yes. I think I know for a fact vibranium is because there's an asteroid that hit the Earth. Right, right. I can't remember if adamantium is man-made or not, though. You see, when you get into a weird area where it's like this is not comic book accurate at all. Vibranium is stronger than adamantium. Oh, yeah, Wolverine's sure. claws aren't made of adamantium; they're made of proto adamantium, which is an alloy between yeah uh, adamantium and vibranium. Um, but if you're, it's just pure adamantium in the movies. And if we're just going off the, the movies, adamantium is stronger than vibranium. 
but that's not how it is. Oh man, fake physics books. is harder than actual physics. But I think that I think that adamantium is stronger than Beskar. I would say. I think I'm gonna choose to say that either way. I don't think a lightsaber's gonna do any of them. Yeah, no, I'm, that's yeah. Fair. I've I've talked myself out of it now because one is alien and yeah, one is stronger than the alien rock. So right, I, I'm going I'm gonna lean with that. The last question of the night. Who is the best Marvel Chris? Evans, Hemsworth, Pratt. You know Hemsworth. I'm leaning toward I I have to go with Pratt. Pratt's my dude. That's a hard have you one. seen the arms on Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, he, big arms. Massive. And I hear also he's great to work with. So. His, his arms don't make me laugh, though. Chris Pratt makes me laugh. Chris I mean, Pratt is Thor funny. Ragnarok made me laugh pretty hard. Yeah, yeah but Parks and Rec star. made me but, crack up. <laughs> but Chris Pratt crapping himself on camera in Parks and Rec is... <laughs> That's not the MCU Chris Pratt. <laughs> It's, 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 it's Chris Pratt it's who's Chris in Pratt. the MCU. Okay, so if we're and including was, an entire body of work, yeah, Chris Pratt is funnier. He was funnier. technically <laughs> filming Guardians of the Galaxy when he crapped his pants on camera. I've got to say, though, oh, I man. love the Parks and Rec moment where they're like, so how'd you lose so much weight? And he's like, <laughs> stop drinking beer. And that's all they used to address the fact that he went from like fat Chris <laughs> Listen. to absolute like ripped Chris. In one like oh, season break, that of that Rec. is one of that, that's that's my second favorite like severe weight loss moment in TV that I've seen that I loved. The other one was Kevin Smith a few years ago. Remember, did y'all remember when he had his heart attack? Yeah, yeah. So he had you know it almost killed him, and he went vegan. I think shortly after that, lost a ton of weight in a really short time. Yeah. So before he had his heart attack, he had started filming this. I think it was a show or a movie. It was like Hollyweed, some some kind of weed show that sure. he go figure that he was doing. And so the first episode, the, literally they'd only filmed half of like the first episode when he had his heart attack. And they didn't finish filming the, the rest of that episode till after like m- almost months later. And he had lost like 60, 75 Good pounds. Something Lord. like that. And so Jeez. literally one scene, he's big and, yeah. he, and he's filming it. And the next scene, he's like, all right, I'll see you, see you next week or whatever. And then he meets up with the guy who he was just talking to. He, and literally in the scene, he just immediately dresses. He goes, you look like you lost a lot of weight. And he's, and he's I forgot what he says. It's something like, you know, like, I'm wearing black or something like that. I'm wearing yeah. black. Just, I forgot what his answer was. But like literally they go, hey, what did he, you do? And he had, he lost almost 100 pounds. since. since so like, canonically, our favorite Chris is Kevin James, is what we're saying. <laughs> yes, yeah. Chris, Chris Pratt. I mean, dude, I would... I just, I would love to hang out with that dude. I also love yeah. how we can all agree it's not Chris Evans. No, he's just going to make me feel bad about myself. And like time. also because he had an earlier appearance in a Marvel movie before it was the MCU. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four. Chris Pratt, or not, Chris Evans is probably the most he was great in Knives diverse out, actor out of all of them 100 sure. yeah, it's yeah. like if you chris which is why we would have nothing to talk about fair <laughs> yeah it's I, like he's great as captain america he's great in knives out like yeah. his character in knives out was and he's phenomenal. entirely yeah. different in everything that it, yeah. that he plays i feel like with pratt i could sit there we could eat a good meal and we could talk mcu stuff but also tell fart jokes and he's gonna laugh at him yeah yeah and he's mario and he's he Mario. Mario. I hate that so much. The and voice actor of Mario Park. is alive. Like, 
They could have gotten the actual voice of Mario to be Mario in the Mario movie. And they're like, Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God dang it, I Bobby. It. Dang it, hey, Bobby. and also Chris Evans is about to be Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which I'm actually kind of excited about the new Lightyear movie coming out. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, What's your speculation on Buzz Lightyear? Because it's going to ruin the Pixar theory if it's actually like happening within the Pixar universe. I'm saying it's a movie within a movie. I think the Lightyear movie is going to exist within the Inside world the Toy Story? of Toy Story mm. as a movie that Buzz Lightyear is based off of. Yeah, I think it's going to be Marvel Universe 617. <laughs> uh, very closely related to 616. We, the, that's the one that we would have an incursion with if we had so, an yeah. you know we're getting some kind of MCU reference in that movie. It's got to oh, happen. 100%. It's got to happen. I mean, have y'all seen... Uh, <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers. My kids were watching it tonight. So many cameos in that. They have the uh, Batflack Batman like reference in that movie directly. Like really, yeah. Like the glowing white eyes, like the super big bulky suit, like the super gravelly voice. Like I don't remember what he says, but he's referenced in that. The uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man is referenced in that. Like there's so many movie references in that movie. Maybe and that's like, what I want to go back there and watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to love that show back in the day. Yeah. Heck yeah! Ch 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 Chippendales, rescue rangers. Anyway, you can press that outro button. Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> did you ready? I got a milkshake to finish. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another week of 1-900 Nerdy Talk. Shout out Crypto. Shout out to Crypto. Make sure you join us next week as the boys start their bonus episodes for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just thought of what I was going to say. Join our Discord. Make sure you join our Discord. And vote. And vote on who won the debates last week between Joe and Brandon. Link in the bio. Me. I won. Well, we don't know yet. These have been all of your dirtiest and nerdiest needs here on <laughs> One Nine Hundred Nerdy Talk. That's good stuff. Let me get to that piano. What? There it is. It's a pentatonic scale. <laughs> no one asked. <laughs> No, we did it. But I was going to tell you. Hardly knew her. Oh, I took his joke and it bombed.